whether it's taking care of family. <sighs> Mikey, stop harassing your sister. Climbing the corporate ladder. Yes, yes, yes. We need to create a new spreadsheet for the project. I know, I know. Or even taking care of loved ones. I'm here for you, Mom. You have to put you first. It's the Know You First podcast with host Amanda Smith. Hey, you all. It's Amanda Smith, host of the Know You First podcast. This week calls for a little celebration. And you know I like to celebrate those small wins. Uh, But yeah, this week marks the end of the very first season of the Know You First podcast. 17 shows in, almost 1,000 downloads, guests from all walks of life coming on the show, sharing their personal selfish moment stories. We kick things off, if you can recall, with the very first episode with yours truly, and I spoke about mind shifting, that pivotal moment that will take you from good to great, from basic to excellence, from living to thriving, And we learn how to work within that arena of new thinking to push through, love on yourself, be brave enough to share emotions, not just within the people that you're comfortable with, uh, your family, friends, but also within the workplace. Amplify you and take back control, getting out of your own way. We peeled back the layers and we did it scared. And now on this final episode, We'll talk about self-worth because none of these behaviors that we've talked about before this point simply will not work if you don't believe you are capable and worthy. And that's why I started the first season with mindset. So given that this is the last season, I'm switching things up a bit and offering my very first product giveaway and beyond excited to partner with another amazing brand that values self-care, health and wellness Beauty Counter. Stay tuned through the end of the show to learn all about Beauty Counter, their wonderful mission, and how you could win one of their fabulous products and other amazing samples. So let's get into it. The Spotlight. I mentioned last week, if you all saw any of my social media content, Um, that I had a surprise and I'm very excited to share with you this week's spotlight, which is the surprise and is Beauty Counter, a brand that I'm just so excited to partner with and has a wonderful story. They are actually more than just a skincare product line. They are a movement, a forceful movement with a strong mission Uh, to get safer products into the hands of everyone through education and advocacy. It was discovered in 2011 that the U.S. bans only 30 ingredients from personal care products, which is insane, crazy. Europe bans 1,400. So what does that tell you? There are so many toxic chemicals that slip through the cracks into our bodies, into the bodies of our children, And, you know, Beauty Counter literally goes down to Washington to fight for better laws and protection for safer beauty products. I use Beauty Counter products myself and have seen wonders happening to my skin. You will see a significant difference in this product as compared to other beauty brands due to just the natural high standard formulation of their products. Um, The content and the makeup of the DNA, they really take the time, the research, 
to make sure that you can actually recognize and may even be able to spell the ingredients that are on the label. They are also very mission-driven and do not shy away from the important issues like sustainability, giving back, and social equity. Uh, Beauty County takes these issues head-on on a global scale to provide cleaner products for their consumers. I'm teaming up with my girl, Melissa Van Herxen, who is a beauty counter educator and advocate, and is also my special guest this week. You'll have a chance to win Beauty Counter's Albright Serum and $82 product value, which has been described as a huge hug for your face um, and moisturizes and clears up those dark spots along with protecting your face from the sun. So, you know, how can you win this giveaway? Follow the Know You First IG page, which is at Know You First Podcast, as well as Melissa's page, which is at Mommy on a Mission. You know, tag a friend and request some free samples. And all this can be done right within our DMs. Slide on on up in there. And really, that's it. You will not be disappointed. And I want to thank Melissa for always supporting me. And of course, uh, the cause just always down for it. And Beauty Counter for their incredible work. Exclusive guest interviews. My special guest this week is Melissa Van Herxen, who is such a baddie, y'all. She is an entrepreneur, educator, and beauty care advocate. And she graces this week's show with her awesomeness and talks about self-worth as she's also juggling her demanding career and caring for her three boys and working in this industry that is so demoralizing sometimes and just so nasty when it comes to body positivity and just beauty standards in general. She is fighting the good fight and she reminds us all that it doesn't have to always be perfect for you, but it does in fact always have to be right for you. Take a listen. Yeah, we have known each other for a long time. I think when I started my beauty counter journey a little bit over six years ago, I think you guys were like my first events in D.C. So, (laughs) Well, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to shout out um, Teresa Baker. Yes, she put us together. She's actually the real glue that brought this together. So thank you, Teresa. Uh, I just now stole one of your best friends. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Melissa, what in the world are you doing right now? Because every time I look at your social media, you are here, you are there. I mean, as an educator, a business mentor, a beauty care advocate, I really want to understand what the motivation is behind the work that you're doing right now. Well, yeah, I am. I I am a mom of three boys. Um, and I have a husband and a dog, all males in my house. So, uh, but the, but so mom of five, mom of five, quite busy, very involved in school. As you mentioned, a lot of part of Beauty Counter, the focus is education, but I'm also really passionate about my children's education. I'm really, I'm really involved in their school. Um, so yeah, life is, life is really busy, but the motivation for me comes behind like just empowering people. I, I get high from like empowering people and making, having people change their behavior, whether that's starting a business, whether it's Beauty Counter or not, or simply just empowering them to make better choices when it comes to choosing safer products for their family. And for me, that motivation started with my father. Uh, it's actually my dad that shot me into this journey of beauty counter, which is ironic, but um, he was diagnosed with breast cancer. And after he was diagnosed with breast cancer, the doctor, I remember being in the office with him and the doctor saying, hey, Jose, when you, when you start your treatment, stop using your deodorant. 
And I was like, what is he talking about? And, uh, and the doctor's like, well, oh, sorry, I I skipped the part. And by that time, my sister and I had already been tested for the BRCA mutation to see if we had like this genetic position and he had, and it was negative. And I was so surprised because after my father having breast cancer, his sister, his mother, and my other grandmother, I was like, for sure, we're going to have it. And we were going to have the surgery like Angelina Jolie uh, had for people that don't know you can have surgery. Um, anyway, so the doctor's like, Melissa, don't be surprised. 90% of cancer is environmental. Only 10% is genetic. And I was like, what? And then he told my dad the thing about the deodorant. So I get home and I do what any sane person does. And I start researching on the internet. And I was like, oh my gosh, all these products that I'm using on me and my entire family are full of nasty, nasty ingredients. Here I was trying to like shop organic and go to Whole Foods, which is like super expensive. And like, you know, because now we have so many more options, you know, but back then there wasn't that many options. Um, and, and I really never thought about what I was putting on our skin. So that started the motivation for me for trying to empower change. And honestly, like Amanda, you, you see me, I mean, when I used to go to your events, I used to get dolled up a little bit, but you know, my hair's in a ponytail. I never wear makeup. I am not (laughs) a girly girl. I've never worn makeup, but I have always used my voice. So that's what got me to really embrace beauty counter and their mission is to help people choose safer products. And so that's a little bit, yeah, my motivation is just helping people to change. Well, I love that. And I love that you shared your story because I think sometimes we think we're immune to things until it happens to ourselves, you know, personally. And so we hear about, yeah, um, all these bad things happening, but really until it happens to us, um, now we start to pivot. And so I think that's an interesting thing. But but to your point also, why can't we start doing these things and making better choices before that happens? You know, kind of you know, take the preventive approach to taking better care of ourselves. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. I think just one more thing, like about the mo- motivation as a, as a Latina, I didn't realize that people of color or the BIPOC community were exposed at such higher rates than the white population in the, in the United States, just for, for some numbers, for example, like 13% of the population in the United States is black, but they spend they, they do 22% of the spending in this $42 billion personal care industry. There's wow. also, yeah, in the BIPOC community, there's higher incidence of chronic diseases linked to all these like toxic chemicals. Yes, there's various contributors to this, but personal care products are a big part of it. And really personal care offers the highest air where we can like create some prevention, right? It's hard to prevent the air that you're breathing or the water that's coming out of your faucet at home, but you can totally prevent what shampoo or relaxer, or sunscreen, or lipstick that you're putting on. So that's, that's also, you know, and and another statistic that is really scary is like less than 25% of the products used by BIPOC people in the United States are classified as safe by the environmental working group. That is so scary. Than 25%. (laughs) So that, those statistics as a Latina, I have always been really, I have one of the most diverse teams at Beauty Counter. I mean, really starting these conversations in communities that don't talk about it. Right. And I mean, you, you, you can probably relate. like as a black woman, there's probably things that you grew up using that you use that your mom used. There's like this, there's this really big loyalty to like certain products yes. like there is in my community. And I think that, yeah, there's loyalty, but I, we need to start educating people to choose safer. And I think we will break away from traditions, but it'll be better in, in the end. So, oh, I can't even tell. So since I have, um, since we've been in this health pandemic and we've been working remotely, mostly, 
um, I actually became plant-based and yes, exactly. And I will say I was plant-based for like the first six months, but because I love seafood so much, I couldn't not eat that anymore. And so I I'm more so pescatarian now, but I get joked all the time at the cookouts and when I'm over the family functions, when I'm bringing over my little (laughs) (laughs) plant-based meals and they're like, what the heck is that? you know, and I'm bringing over my real maple syrup opposed to Aunt Jemima. I mean, seriously, like you, you can get um, hammered really quick by, by family and friends when you're trying to, you know, alter your, you know, this lifestyle. Yeah. So, Um, yeah. yeah, So we are talking about know your worth. In fact, the title of this episode is you are worth it. And I would love if you can share uh, some of the common things that you see trips people up the most when balancing career and family and self-care. We know oftentimes self-doubt can also come into play when we are, you know, trying to be perfect, which is there's no such thing. Um, So, Melissa, I'd love to to see if you um, could weigh in on that. Um, On one of some common things you see trip people up the most. I think what happens, you know, and I'm guilty of some of these myself, right? This is like, life is a journey. This is a work in progress. (laughs) Work in progress. But I think this notion that as women, we feel like we have to do it all. And some people are like, oh, you do it all. No, girl, I don't do it all. I might do all things, but I never do them on the same day or at the same time. Like you, I I, I mean, that, that statement that women can have it all. No, we can't have it all all at the same time. Unfortunately, that's just not how it works. I can't, you know, you know be there for my team 24 seven and be there for my family 24 seven at the same time. So I think that that notion, we have to get it out of our heads. Another thing I think is, and I'm super guilty of this, but I've learned some exercises to make it better is I'm a big to-do list person and like (laughs) making a to-do list that is impossible to achieve sets you up for failure at like, I mean, I wake up at seven o'clock every morning. And and if I had this, I I used to have a to-do list of 25 things uh, yes, I'm not an early riser, but by the way, I am a late, I am a late night person. But anyway, um, I, I, so I really learned to say, you know what, I might, I have my to-do list, which is my parking lot, I call it. But every day on my planner, I write three things that I need to accomplish. And those things are going to be done by the end of the day. But yeah, I think making lists like that and the whole self-doubt, I mean, I, it's, it's a lot like the imposter syndrome and I, and I, and I suffer from that a lot. Being that my, let's take my example with Beauty Counter, like I am encouraging people to live cleaner, to make separate choices, you know, um, and sometimes I feel, oh, oh, I'm not super skinny. I shouldn't be talking about this. Like, who am I to know? Oh my God, why am I talking about living cleaner? I took my kids to Chick-fil-A last week. Like, <laughs> I am an imposter, but no. And I, you know, I, and I think we have to get out of our heads. You know, sometimes people see us as a leader. This happens to me all the time. They're like, oh, you're, you're this, you're that. I, I look up to you. I'm like, really? Why? Like, you have to own that. You know, we have to get rid of this imposter syndrome. And I think that women have it a lot. Um, yeah. And I think that we always come up with excuses on our, on, in our heads of why we're not this or why, you know, you know, you mentioned in the intro or, or earlier, you're like, oh, you know, living clean. And, and yes, I do. I work really hard at like living the cleanest possible, but is my life perfect? No. Yeah. You know, there's certain things that you know, that I might mess up on, on a while. How, does my, do my choices in my home look different now than they do six years ago? Absolutely. Right. But once in a while we, we mess up, but it's about progress, not, not, not perfection. So I think being aware of that and catching yourself because, you know, we are amazing and we are awesome and, but we're not perfect. 
we'll have more with our guest on the Know You First podcast with host Amanda Smith. And we're back on the Know You First podcast with host Amanda Smith. I'm so glad you touched upon the cultural thing, too, because, you know, in the workplace and even in homes where we are expected to, you know, be perfect. And I think you, you talked about how women take on so much. Yeah, we might be taking on a lot, but man, we are spent. Mental health is rising because, you know, we're trying to uh, achieve perfection, which doesn't really exist. And um, we're driving ourselves literally crazy and mad because we're not able to uh, accomplish this perfected goal, um, which is, is not even attainable. So I'm glad that you touched on that. Well, look, one of the things that we like to do on the Know You First podcast is we talk about these selfish moments. And these selfish moments are those times where we do, in fact, have to focus inward and change our behavior um, to do something different for a better outcome. Uh, can you share one of your selfish moment stories, Melissa, where you were like, Melissa, I cannot do this anymore. You had to have a talk with yourself and regroup. Uh, this could be personal or career related, but yeah. I'm sure it's going to be insightful. So I think it's it's personal. So I, I was always, I, I am always a person that, you know, I always put everybody ahead of myself when it comes to self-care. I mean, I, I have gotten good about doing my nightly routine and, and, you know, making, doing my charcoal mask once a week, but I need more than that. Right. I need, I need more to fill my, my, my cup. And during the pandemic, when the pandemic started, I actually had a knee injury. I had, I had surgery. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm better now, but, um, but I, you know, I, I had stopped exercising, you know, and I, I would walk and do other things. And so I was like, enough is enough. And here it's funny because during the pandemic, my business like catapulted and it, it got super busy and I found myself being at home and not having time for anything. And I was like, no, enough is enough. I need to find time for myself. And I've never been able to say, okay, I'm going to dedicate this time for me every week. So I signed up with a personal trainer. And since, I guess it was since August, I've been going every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, unless something <sighs> earth shattering has happened for one hour. And it has been amazing. We go, she's a neighbor. We go to her, her garage and there's four of us. So it's actually been two things. It's been one, like my fitness journey and girl, if I've, I, I would be eating perfect. I probably would be like a size two right now, but no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I like my food. So anyway, that's, that's also hard, but, um, but yeah, I feel so much better. My body feels better. I'm stronger. I'm like lifting weights that I never thought I could. And it's just been that consistency. And my family knows that from 530 to six on those days, mom's not available. My no. team knows I am not available. I put it in my calendar in red and, um, yeah, and it's just been great. And we're four women and we, we go together, we wear masks, we've always been, and now we're all vaccinated. So that's great. But like, it's also been a, a, a moment of camaraderie and like, mm -hmm. we're like girl talking while we're working out. And it's the only yeah. time I've been able to be social during this pandemic. So it has been my saving grace. I don't know why I didn't go to a personal trainer before or <laughs> these small classes. I always would sign up for gyms and stuff. And for me, that didn't have a, a, a lot of accountability, but with yeah. this group, like if I'm not there, they're like, where, Where are, are you? you? <laughs> you know? That's great like, though. Yeah. So that, that's been something that I've really, and it's helped me be clearer for work. Um, I feel better. So I, I, I love my, we're actually moving. I'm going to stay going to the same group. We're only 15 minutes away, but it's been such a breath of fresh air in my life and really helped me with everything else. 
I'm so glad you said that. And I'm, I think that's a, an awesome selfish moment, um, especially when you bring accountability partners along, you know, on the way to kind of keep you in check. I know for me, I am so easily distracted and I too love food. And so I, <laughs> I would definitely need someone uh, to nudge me every now and again. So I'm glad that yeah. you found your tribe in that. Yeah. Um, so you talked a little bit about, you know, your to-do list and some other things that you're doing to kind of balance your own life uh, between family, career, and personal care. Anything additional you want to share with that? Well, I think something that I, I wrote on my bulletin board and I, I tell my, my kids too, like this, we talked about this notion of perfect, but I have this new mantra. It's like done is better than perfect. Like, oh, and it's yes. like, <laughs> you know, and it's like, we struggle. Oh, the lunch has to be like Pinterest perfect. No, it just has to be edible and healthy. And it goes in the lunch. Box. You are, you are a woman yeah. of my own heart, Melissa. So, That's exactly. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And I also think that there's like power in no. Mm-hmm. which uh, it's very hard for, it was very hard for me to say no. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm perfect at it now, but I, I do say no more often. Yeah. But I, I was like, no, I have to, you know, I have to say yes. I have to help. I have to do this. No, there is a power. And that's a woman thing. Like, yes, you hear men say no all the time. Absolutely. We can't, and, we feel like we can't say no and we should do it more often. And if somebody at work or like somebody from headquarters, Hey, can you, can you help with this presentation? It's like, actually, no, I, I have this other thing. You know, I, I, I I'm not going to make it fit. I'm, you know, it's, it's no, or, yeah. or, or at school. Oh, can you run this for the PTA? No, not, not this time. Mm-hmm. And that was a real problem for me before, but I think there's a, a lot of power for women in saying no. Yeah. Well, I want to talk a little bit about this wonderful brand um, that you represent and the wonderful brand that is, in fact is how we met and hear what's all going on with Beauty Counter. Um, I see all types of stuff. You guys are so active. Um, yeah. I, I really love your brand, but I'd love to see what's coming down the horizon. Yeah. So Beauty Counter is a brand that the, the name in itself, people think, oh, it's like the Beauty Counter at a store. It's like, no, we're trying to create a counter revolution in the beauty industry. And I think we've done it. Like we have, we have literally changed the industry. When Beauty Counter started eight years ago, there wasn't a clean beauty section in Sephora or at Target, mm-hmm. but now there is. Mm-hmm. And that's because we sort of moved the needle. There's so many other clean brands that are popping up now because of the, the, the road that we've paved with, with, with Beauty Counter. And that's exciting. And it's not competition. You know, our yeah. CEO says all the time, you know, when the tide rises, all ships sail. Like, it's about empowering other companies to do what we're doing. Because if our mission is to get safer products into the hands of everyone, we're not going to do it by everybody buying a beauty counter product. It has to be that other companies are doing what we do. So not only do we educate, but we also advocate. And that's what like really excites me. I mean, I've been to Capitol Hill numerous times with beauty counter. I remember the first time I went to Capitol Hill with the CEO it was like 2015. And, you know, we, not that they laughed at us, but they're like, oh, this is going to be impossible. You guys really want to pass legislation in the personal care industry? Like, there hasn't been a law passed since 1938. Ooh. $42 billion industry, that's, um, um, there's one and a half pages of law. Uh, that's uh-uh. nuts. So, but then you fast forward, that was 2015. And then you fast forward to last year, or right before the pandemic, she was asked to go testify before Congress you know, about this. So there's a big difference from like asking for a meeting and possibly getting it to like, Hey, yes, come, come, come testify. We've right. passed several laws. No, we haven't passed anything. We're a beauty counter. We've helped pass several laws in different States when it comes to personal care, salon worker safety. And I think we're really close to passing 
something on a federal level, which would really, I mean, that would be a huge win. And that's really what we want. That's not the end, right? We yeah. still need to, we still need to, we still need to keep going, but yeah, beauty counter is a little company. And we had some exciting news last week. We got, um, the Carlisle group, which is a, one of the largest private equity firms in the world. It came out in the wall street journal, second mm-hmm. page at the top, they bought controlling interest of the company. So they now oh. majority and we were valued. Congratulations. That's Thank great. You. We were valued at a billion dollars. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that, that is pretty exciting. And it just goes to show that, you know, people always say, I'm not going to name other companies, but when they find out that I'm a consultant for Beauty Counter, they're like, oh, you're one of those companies. And I'm like, well, I don't know what you mean about those <laughs> companies. But, you know, if you mean a company that in eight years has a billion dollar valuation, we've helped pass laws at, in several states and we're helping people choose safer products. Yeah. If, we're, if, th- if that's what you mean, then yes, we're, we're one of those companies. We're, we're really different from any type of, uh, you know, we do have a network marketing component because I am a, I am a consultant, but we also have stores. Yeah. You can also go on beautycounter.com. We also have strategic partnerships with different stores. We had a partnership with Sephora during the pandemic, which wasn't amazing, but, <laughs> but, but they had planned it. So, I mean, there's a lot of other things in the horizon for beauty counter. We're going to be, the Carlisle group is really interested about going o- overseas, which excites me. Oh, yes. uh, right now we're in the USA and Canada, but I think the, the most, that's it. What? Yeah. That's oh, it. wow. <laughs> I felt like you were more in more yeah. uh, countries, but, um, and I think w- the biggest part is we're going to be seeing a lot of growth in communities that are not represented at beauty counter, yeah. like the Latinx community, like the black, you know, we are still the minority at beauty counter when it comes to the consultants on the field or even the clients, but that is rapidly changing. I can say now, there are a lot more BIPOC consultants than there were five, uh, five years ago. And we've actually created this um, impact scholarship. So in communities that we're trying to make an impact, whether that's the Black community, the Latinx, Asian, uh, LG, LGBTQ, you can apply for an impact scholarship with Beauty Counter. At the first week of every month, you can, you can uh, visit mm-hmm. my Instagram uh, at Mommy Animation, which I think you're going to share with your listeners. Yeah. But uh, we are giving 25 people the Beauty Counter business every, every month. You get yeah. Wow. It Jeez. ends up being like a, almost like a $1,500 in investment, but um, you get it for free. And we're, it's not based on need. It's based on, are you part of a community that we're trying to make an impact? So yeah. that's, that's really exciting. And beauty counter is really committed to growing these com- com- communities. So that, I think that's the largest, the, the biggest change you're going to see in the next couple of years. Um, I love that. And I love that you kind of separated yourself from um, some of these other pyramid businesses that we see popping out there. Yeah. And like you, I will not name any names, but we know exactly who they are. Yeah. You all are a completely different component. Um, even your approach, your brand overall is completely different from anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I mean, yeah, we have, I have a doctor, I have a doctor from um, Howard university on my staff. I have an accountant, I have teachers. There are people that do this part-time or full-time, but the thing that unifies us is our, our need to like, to change behavior and to, you know, lock arms around this mission. Um, So, yeah. yeah. So we are doing a giveaway with this episode. (gasps) Yay. Again, thank you. Favorite product. (laughs) So yes. Yeah. Please tell us about the uh, bright sea serum that you're giving away. So the bright tea serum is a, a fairly new product and it's become my favorite product. It's also my husband's favorite product. Um, <laughs> but um, it is, it is a serum that you it's vitamin C is really on trend. Now you see it in every yeah. you know, commercial for skincare, but um, 
you put it on in the morning, every morning, and it really protects your skin against the environmental stressors that you're going to encounter. Even if you're staying at home and just walking outside, whether it's, you know, there's all these diff- different things. And what it really helps with, for me, it gives you that brightness in my skin, but it really helps with uh, discoloration. Like I had really bad melasma mm. or, or people that have skin pigmentation issues or, you know, dark spots as you get older or acne scars. It really helps to even all that out. And really, it's one of these products that you put it on and you instantly look brighter. I mean, it's literally yellow. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it's, And it smells really fresh. It has turmeric in it and camu camu. And it's just really delicious. And I'm seeing I a lot of products with turmeric in it, too. Popping and, up. It's, and it's like um, a lot of, um, you know, antioxidants. But I, I call it, it's like a hug for my face every morning. <laughs> and I can't start the day without it. So, yes, that's what I'll be giving away. Melissa, we really appreciate this giveaway. It sounds like a fabulous product. I can't wait to use it because I'm going to purchase it myself because I I actually, I remember you sharing this when we did meet as a little group and we had a little party years ago and you shared this product and I remember it and I do have some dark spots I need to fix too. (laughs) So, uh, well, I'm a big quote person. Okay. I, um, because I am, you know, one that can be easily distracted. I like to have affirmations. Um, I do my mantras and I, I just like to have good positive positivity and good vibes around me. If you can leave us with the inspirational quote, this is something that I ask of um, all of my guests because everyone comes back with something fascinating and new. Please share an inspirational quote or some words of affirmation that keeps you motivated each day. Well, it go, really goes in line with everything we've been talking about, saying no and you know standing your ground and, and all that. So can you leave us with an inspirational quote or some words of affirmation that you like to live by and motivate you each day? Yes. Well, I'm really lucky. My beauty counter mentor happens to be her hustle, nine to five hustle. hustle. She's a life coach um, and a business coach. And we had a talk a few months ago and she really gave me some words that were really powerful. And I have it on a post-it note by my desk every day. And it goes like this. If it doesn't bring me peace, profit, or purpose, then I choose not to give it time and attention. Brilliant. I'm like, oh my God, the, you, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, how in the Jerry Maguire, she has like the, the, the peas. Well, mine's are peace, profit, purpose. That's what Absolutely. I need to Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, well, I like that because yeah. I mean, it really, I feel like it doesn't need too much explanation. Yeah. We invest time and energy in things that don't fulfill us all the time and it holds us back all the time. And so peace, prosperity. And purpose. purpose. Yeah. And and with that, peace, prosperity, and purpose. Melissa, we're gonna end with that because I think that's a wonderful way to to segue out. Again, appreciate you being on the show. You have been phenomenal as usual. I see you from the sidelines on social. I know we have very (laughs) busy schedules, but you're doing some amazing work and uh keep it up. I appreciate it. Thank you. The word, the word word. The word on this week in this season's final episode is brought to you by The Minds Journal, a platform for mental health and self-development topics and resources that you can tap into really at any time to get your daily, weekly, whenever you need it, motivation and inspiration. So I definitely love The Minds Journal because that's where I find a lot of my quotes and a lot of my resources to share with you all. But this wonderful quote that they recently post, um, I thought was really important to share as we talked about 
especially in Melissa's interview, generational curses and generational bad habits that we tend to pass down that we want to, you know, break. So this is a great quote from the Minds Journal, and it goes like this. It's up to us to break generational curses. When they say it runs in the family, you tell them this is where it runs out. (laughs) It's really up to you to stop the cycle and to continue to develop healthy practices to eliminate the ones that are destroying you. And with that, you know, that's a wrap, y'all. This first season is officially done. And I'm going to take my selfish moment and come back stronger than ever on the next season. Before I go, special thanks to my awesome team at WaveSync Media. If you're thinking about launching a podcast, visit us at www.wavesyncmedia.com. We have a talented team of the utmost professionals with supreme quality audio and visual standards. Okay, there is no half-stepping over here. Check us out. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, my listeners. It's been an awesome ride. So stay tuned for season two. The journey continues. And with that, I'm out, guys. It's Amanda Smith, y'all, on the Know You First podcast. Executive producer and host, Amanda Smith. Sound engineer is Rashad Smith. Music by Motion Array. Know You First podcast is published by Wave Sync Media.